Welcome to The Pog Show. I'm your host, Christine Martindale, Public Information Officer for the City of Port Orange, a city in Central Florida that is unique by choice, not by chance. I will be bringing you powerful interviews and on-the-go info to gain a better understanding of the various services and functions our city provides. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, to Episode 20 of The Pog Show. Today I have with me in the podcast studio, Jonathan Klotz, the circulation section head at the Port Orange Regional Library. So before we get started with this interview, first a question for our listeners. Did you know the Volusia County Public Library System is composed of 14 branches and the Port Orange Regional Library is one of those 14 branches? Who would have known? So hi, Jonathan. Thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's an absolute honor to be here. Absolutely. So to start, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, where you grew up, your background, maybe how you became interested in working for the library. Oh, boy. I'll give you the Reader's Digest version because <laughs> otherwise I can spend hours talking about the long career that took me here. I was born and raised in Boston, Massachusetts. So like most people down here in Port Orange... I'm from somewhere else. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I originally got into the library when I moved down to Valdosta, Georgia, and I got a job day one of college there, working at the college library as student security. I had a little uniform and everything. My wife thought it was absolutely adorable. Did that for like six months, and then I became library staff, fell in love with the job. Originally, I went to school to become a teacher. That was the first plan. <laughs> and once I started working at a library, I realized it was all the joys of teaching. Less of the hassle. Sure. Because everyone that walks into a library wants to be there. They want your help. They want to learn. You don't have to deal with parent-teacher conferences. Teaching for the test. I don't want to give away my age, but that started to become a big thing right when I was starting. So I want to get away from that. So I started there in the library around 2006, 2007, and I've been working in libraries ever since. Wow. So I'm a 16-year veteran at this point, and I've been down here at Port Orange for almost four years now as the circulation section head, which is a fancy name for just saying, I oversee circulation. All the checking in and checking out of the books shelving the books, keeping them organized on the shelves. That's what circulation does. Ah. It's not glamorous, but somebody's got to do it. Right. And you love it, right? And you absolutely love it. I absolutely do love it. And so that's, and that's, that's what it's all about is loving what you do. And I'm sure you bring a lot of passion and you, I'm sure you meet a lot of different uh, people in, in our city and I'm sure it's great. That is actually one of the big joys of working in the library. It's just getting to see all the different people that come in. It's always a little different every day. And we have patrons that will come in and ask for books or videos on topics that I never would have thought even existed until they come in and they ask for it. And we get hit with really good reference questions every now and then. But we do our best. Sure. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> well, um, so to start a little bit here. So as I mentioned earlier, Port Orange is one of 14 branches in Volusia County. And that 
that the mission statement is to provide residents and visitors with exceptional library services that facilitate personal growth, economic development, and quality of life in a manner that strengthens community pride while fostering a countywide identity and partnerships. Can you expand maybe a little bit on that mission in your own words? Because it, it sounds like this, is, this mission statement is right up your alley because the passion that you have for what you do. Well, I'll expand out by breaking it down piece by piece. I love it. Because it, it's incredibly accurate to what we do on a daily basis in the library. And there's things that we do that most people don't even know we do them or resources that they don't even know we have. Uh, to get started... For example, economic development, that seems like such an odd topic. But here in the library, we actually have a brand new database we got just within the last two years specifically covers this topic. It's the Gale Small Business Database. So if there's anybody out there that was ever interested in starting their own business, taking over one of those little beachfront storefronts, you want to start up, I don't know, a cat cafe or something... We have all the resources for you from what you need to make a business plan, what you should do to seek funding, what you should do for a five-year plan for your business. It's all available for free in this one database that we offer. And that's only one of the databases. We have plenty of them on so many different topics, genealogy, stocks, mango for learning languages. We have all that in there. But the Gale one... It's a great one for uh, economic development, starting your own small business, contributing here in Port Orange. It's very good, and no one knows we have that. It's for the uh, overall quality of life mentioned in our statement. So I'll briefly go off on a small tangent here to mention something that's very important to quality of life. Sure. Something that a lot of us take for granted, Mm -hmm. especially if you're listening to this. And that is the internet. We think that everyone has nice, easy access to the internet because it's just so all-encompassing. Not necessarily true. And so the Volusia County Library System, we have over 500 Wi-Fi hotspots that we offer to patrons. Patrons can have them for up to three weeks in these hotspots. You just check them out, bring them home, turn them on. Now you have free easy internet access. It's a great way to help bridge the digital divide. That way, (sighs) not all parts of Volusia County are the same. Here in Port Orange, we're fortunate. We tend to have widespread internet coverage. But down in, say, Oak Hill or over in Pearson, eh, it can get a little spotty. Mm -hmm. So we help out. That's what we do. And... It's just one of those parts of life that, again, we just take for granted. Oh, absolutely. I mean, quality of life. I know it's one of our city's uh, goals is, you know, it's been in surveys and things is the quality of life. And for me, that's super important, too. Mm -hmm. It's the balance. It's. Um, and, and I'll be honest, it's been a little while since I've, I've been to the library, but it's really it's been some time that I actually got to spend some time in there. So um, it's so good to know, you know. Free Wi-Fi. Other things that we offer as well, and this might get you go to the library on a more regular basis, is that we do offer educational programs 
And specifically, within the last month, we have had programs highlighting the history and the culture of Port Orange. We've had representatives from the Ponce Inlet Lighthouse down to talk about the history of the lighthouse. We had some guests that came in to talk about the history of Mary Bethune Cookman and Jackie Robinson. And we also had someone come in to talk about women's suffrage and the fight for women's right to vote right here in Port Orange. I love that. I love that. Um, and that actually, that was going to be one of my next questions is, you know, what programs are currently taking place at the Port Orange Library that people can participate in? We have new and exciting programs almost every single week at the library, and it's for all ages. You just walk into the library, go to one of our service desks. We have what's called the Happenings. That's our newsletter. It gives a breakdown of all the programs on the front, and then a calendar on the back as well. We have them available for adults, teens, and also for children. So no matter your age, no matter who's in your family, we have something for them. For example... Later this week, we're going to be doing a culinary literacy program where our teen librarian will be teaching people how to make a fruit salsa, which goes very well with cinnamon pita bread. So she's going to have little cinnamon pita bread chips there as well. It's uh, an event that requires registration because we want to make sure we have enough food for everyone. So we do ask that people register ahead of time. Any of our events that require registration, you can always do it online on our website, volusialibrary.org. You can give us a phone call, or you can just stop by in person. Great. And can you tell me, you said later this week, those dates. Do you have the specific oh, dates? That is going to be Friday and Saturday, April. Well, April 23rd is the Saturday. Oh, very good. So it's going to be Friday and Saturday, April 22nd Second and April 23rd. I am already thinking weeks in advance for all of our programs. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. And the reason why I knew it is because my anniversary is on the 23rd. So that's why I remember like Saturday the 23rd. For example, we have our paper craft club that's going to be meeting next week on Tuesday. Okay. And then starting in May, we have our big programs. And those are the ones taking up most of my thoughts and planning at this time. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because... May 7th. May 7th. The first Saturday of May. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Because that is going to be our second annual free comic book day. Oh, I love that. I love it. Contain the excitement. (laughs) I know you're stoked for it. (laughs) And what's your favorite comic? You cannot ask me that question. Oh. Because that's like trying to choose your favorite kid. I have been reading comics since 1988. When Chris Claremont was still writing for the X-Men. That was before Superman died for the first time. (laughs) That was back when Batman Year One was a hot new comic. So I cannot choose. However, I will say, I will be dressed up as Spider-Man for Uh, Comic Book Day. Gotcha. So you said this is the second annual. So last year, obviously, was the first. Did you help coordinate this event? Yeah. Last year, um, I helped coordinate it along with our teen librarian. And this year, we have a slightly bigger team that's been producing it. So it's going to be a bigger and better event this year. First thing in the morning, we're going to be showing a screening of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 
Love it. And then in the afternoon, we're going to be running a trivia contest. I love it. And all throughout the day, we're going to have free comics available for our patrons to come in and pick up. I've seen the comics. They've arrived. We've got some good ones. Excellent. And we have some for all ages. We have some for teens and above. And you don't have to come in a costume. It's not required. But that would be really cool if people could show up in costume. Absolutely. The staff, we're going to be dressed up. And we do have some people from the community that are going to be helping us out. They will also be in costume. Excellent. Well, I'm going to stop by May 7th, and I'll make sure that I promote this on our platforms. And And who will you be dressed up as? That's a secret. I'll let you know. All right. When you when you see me on the seventh. Okay. Very good, but you know, if you can't make it to free comic book day, that's not the only event in May that we're doing. Okay, what else you have? We have the greatest, the biggest event we do all year. It's gonna be exactly one week after free comic book day, mm-hmm. May fourteenth, from eleven AM to three PM. It's how to fest. Okay. Expand on that, please. Okay. (laughs) Well, again, please contain your excitement. (laughs) How Two Fest is exactly what it sounds like. We run a little carnival, a little fair almost, in which we have all sorts of presenters coming in to demonstrate how to do simple things to more complicated things. Like, for example, this year we have someone coming in with how to play the ukulele. We also have another one. That's, well, I'm going to be running How to Raise a Reptile. So I'll be there with my sulcata tortoise and my bearded dragon. And then the uh, boa constrictor, leopard gecko, and another bearded dragon from the rest of the staff. Oh, I love that. We have a lot of reptiles yeah. in our staff. I don't know why. <laughs> and I heard ukuleles are getting popular. I know really? other. Yeah, I know of other friends that have taken that, taken it up and... Getting taking lessons and and all that. So the ukulele, the ukulele. Huh. Well, I have no musical talent whatsoever. I played the tuba in school, so I'm not one to judge. <laughs> uh, we also will hopefully have um, a dance troupe there. We'll have a caricature artist. We'll have our popcorn there. All sorts of different little events from 11 a.m. It's at 3 in the afternoon. Okay, and that's on the 14th of May. That's on the 14th of May. And we may have a petting zoo. We may not. It depends on the weather, really. Okay. So hopefully if it's nice weather. Excellent. See? So I, I, just, I just love that. You know, it's it just people need to know you know it's more than just going there you know getting books there are so many educational opportunities and we are so beyond just offering books for our patrons not only do we have all these different big events but even on a weekly basis we offer some smaller social events as well we do movie screenings every monday afternoon um this past week we showed king richard the award-winning movie. That was our Monday movie of the afternoon. And every week it's going to be something different that we show. So you can always check out the happenings, go to our website, see our calendar, see what we have, make a little social event out of it. 
I love that. Um, you know, we, we do, I do the citizen newsletter for the city and I do, um, it's quarterly. And when I do get a bunch of copies, I, every quarter I walk over to the library and I hand about maybe, I would say 80 some copies and, uh, drop them off and they, and they go and they gladly accept them. And, and I love that partnership that we have with, with you guys. Well, it's also very fortunate to be here in Port Orange because the community here and the way our patrons take to events and programs, both big and small, that the library offers is incredible. Our painterific classes usually fill up within a few minutes of registration being open. Uh, the Port Orange community just cannot get enough and as a librarian, I'll safely say that I love it. And I, and I love it, too. And we're so close. Yeah. I just walk across the tunnel and down the steps, and, and there you are. And that's, you know, whenever I go to the library, and I had this as one of my questions, too. You know, I always see that those two statues, you know, sitting in the fountain in front of the library. Do you have any background on that? Uh, those... That statue would be Buck and Babs. Okay. And uh, Buck and Babs, they were commissioned by the wonderful friends of the Port Orange Library and made by a local artist by the name of Elsie Smith. And Buck and Babs were donated and dedicated, along with the rest of the current library building, in January of 19... What was it? 1996. Oh, yeah, that's right. 1996. Because before then, the library was actually based here in the City Hall building. Oh, that's right. It was. <laughs> and so we've been at the current location directly across from City Hall for, she says, 26 years now. Yeah. Actually, that was the year I graduated college. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but when I do take that time to walk across the tunnel and down the steps, that's the first thing I see. And I, I just mm-hmm. love it. I love that fountain, yeah. and I love those statues. And, and uh Buck and Babs, they were originally not even that color. Much like how the Statue of Liberty has changed color yes. to green over the years, Buck and Babs were originally bronze. Really? And it's, they've just become exposed to the elements and all that air and that water and even the salt water that we get this far from the ocean. Salt water. Salt air. <laughs> Jeez, we don't get salt water. It causes them to change color, so they have that lovely green to them now. Ah. Well, good to know. See, for our listeners, now you know have a little bit of history on those statues in front of the uh, in front of the library. Do you know the research I had to do because that was a curveball of a question. <laughs> it's good that I uh, sent that question to you ahead of time. Uh, yes, but thankfully, <laughs> as a librarian, I was going to say, as a librarian, you had everything at your fingertips. Well, if I don't know the answer. I know how to find it. And we can do that for all of your simple questions that you may have for us. Absolutely. Even if it's a strange question, like regarding the statues in front of the library. There we go. Well, because it, <laughs> I, it's just something that always strikes me, and I, and I love it. And I'm like, I'm going to ask him when I talk with you. I'm going to ask you that question. Um, I know you mentioned um, the website, but what are the best ways for residents to reach out to the library? The absolute best way to get in touch with us is to come by in person and pay us a visit. I love that. But if you can't, don't worry. You can always give us a phone call. You can always go onto our website, volusialibrary.org, and you can send us an email from there. We have a program called Ask a Librarian. 
you just click the big Ask Librarian button, type in your question, and then one of our staff will get to you. You can send us a text message from your phone, and we will get to you as soon as we can. It's another way to reach us. Mm-hmm. We are very open to all of our patrons, no matter where in the world they may be at that time. A few weeks ago, I had a patron call me up to renew items because he was currently on vacation in France. Really? And he needed to get his books renewed because they were due and handled it right over the phone. So if you can't come in for whatever reason, even if it's something to renew your library card, or you just want to get a library card in the first place, and you cannot physically make it to our building, give us a phone call, and we'll see what we can do to help you out. I love that. And what are the hours of the library? We are open seven days a week. On Sundays, we're open from noon until five in the afternoon. Okay. Monday through Thursday, it's 9 a.m. until 7 o'clock at night. And then Friday and Saturday, 9 in the morning until 5 o'clock in the evening. That's great. I'll make sure these are in the show notes, too, just people just are aware. And I love it how you're open every day, seven days a week. And I love that it's it's that face-to-face interaction. And, you know, when you go to the library, sometimes you have an idea, I just want to renew a book or I just want to know what I want. And sometimes you get sidetracked in a good way, and next thing you know, you spend it's been two hours, and because uh, I know there's a lot to offer. There is an absolute lot to offer in our library of things that people again don't even know we have. And I'm going to briefly mention something that I bet you don't know that we have in our library: cake pans. Cake pans. Cake pans. Yes, we have a cake pan collection that you can go in. You can get, like, um, well, the movie just came out, so you can get, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. You can get Christmas pans. You can get Easter pans. I love it. You can get just, like, star pans or regular bunt cakes or muffin trays. I love that. Just check them out with your library card. All we ask is that when you return them, just clean them. Yeah. Wash them out first. And then you don't have to bring in samples of what you made with them, but at least tell us if it was good or not. Yeah. (laughs) And I know, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's why we're doing one. But I love listening to other podcasts. But um, And I know a lot of uh, friends I know, they listen to book on tape and book on – and I know that you offer that as well. We actually offer something that I never knew about until I started here at Port Orange. And these devices are called Playaways. They are a complete book on tape in a box. All you have to do is just plug in your headphones, and all the controls are right there on this little orange box, and that's all you need. So if you don't have a CD player, you can still listen to a book on tape just thanks to these playaways. Yeah. And you can even listen to them in the car. I love that. We will check out auxiliary cords so you can connect you the playaway. And it's funny, when system. I told you book on tape, it was dating myself, a book on tape, because I'm so used to, you know, when we were younger, we used to put the VHS, oh, I taped it, and, and I have family, you know, young kids at home on tape, it. what are you talking about? Like, well, that's what we did. We recorded, but we did it on tape. <laughs> I, I was just going to let that go. <laughs> and I said it, I go, oops, I'm dating myself, but. We don't offer VHS tapes anymore, unless it's in our book sale. And someone's donated them for us, and then we'll sell them. But other than that, no, it's all just DVDs and CDs I do have now. a dual VHS slash DVD player, because I still have so many VHS tapes that I, I still have. Still? 
I know. Well, okay. Well, I don't, uh, I know. I, I'm really dating myself. So well, that's okay. Because we'll get off this subject. Well, I, I did buy a VHS tape just like 15 years ago or so. I got Batman Begins on VHS. And I could not believe that was even available on VHS. Well, I, and I do have family that came down, and they actually dropped off a lot of VHS tapes because they had all my swim meets. I did swimming competitions in high school. So, of course, they recorded on VHS. I know they have to be converted, but I still have all those VHS tapes. So, I Well, could. do you have anything that will help you convert your old family VHS tapes? I don't think a- I have one. I think my, my parents do. I'll, I okay. should look into that. Well, you know, if you can't use that, your parents, do you know where you can go to convert your old media? I can go to the library. Very soon, we will be launching our digitization lab. Love it. In which members of the community, including you, can come in with your old VHS tapes, your old photos, can get them converted to CDs or DVDs, get your photos put onto digital media scan them in you're the first place i will go for sure it's not available yet but when your, it's available keep your eyes peeled i will it should be available soon absolutely hopefully by the end of the summer yes excellent well this has been such a delightful conversation. Is there anything else that you want to share? I know we covered so much, but is there anything else for these 62,000 uh, residents that we have in our city? All I would like to do is just encourage everyone, if you haven't been to a library, come on by, because chances are, since the last time you've been in, if you're like most people, it hasn't been since you were a small kid and your parents took you in for story time. We just have so much to offer. There's so many books we have on hand. And if we don't have it here in our branch, we'll get it for you, either from one of the other 14 branches or from one of the other counties or universities here in Florida. We can get it sent over. No matter what it is, just ask. Love it. If you have a question or any, or any legal questions, small business questions, anything like that, come on in. Just talk to a librarian. We've heard it all. We've seen it all. I love it. Jonathan, I really appreciate your time to let us know a little bit more about you and providing us a little bit more insight about our Port Orange Regional Library and what residents can expect when they go there. I know there's, there's so much more than books. Absolutely. So I really appreciate your time. Very much. Thank you very much for having me. It's an absolute joy just getting to, you know, share the love of libraries and hopefully, you know, get get more of you listeners. Come on in. Absolutely. Say hi. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to do my best to make sure that's communicated because it's, you know, after, you know, the pandemic, it's it's time that we're, well, I love you, being face-to-face. You have a library card. I do. Okay. I do. So you'll be seeing me soon. Yes, that's what I love to hear. (laughs) Absolutely. Thanks again, Jonathan. So, of course, the best ways to find the city is by the city's website, www.port-orange.org, the city's Facebook page, Port Orange City Hall, Twitter page, at City Port Orange, and our LinkedIn page, City of Port Orange. This podcast, The Pog Show, can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. This wraps up Episode 20 of The Pog Show. Until next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me today on The Pog Show. We've only just begun. 
And with you sharing, subscribing, and leaving a five-star review for this podcast is really going to help launch us to the next level together.